What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. Very excited for today's podcast. Uh, before we get started, I want to uh, let everybody know I was taking a little week break. Need a little bit of break from from social media, uh, podcasting. Um, it's just been a lot. She's been very busy lately. And uh, so I, I took a little week off. And that probably will not be the last time I do that. Um, but we are back. And uh, something I want to talk about today was the gifts of recovery. Like, what are the gifts of getting sober? What do you have to look forward to? Uh, before we even get into that, uh, before I get ahead of myself, if you or a loved one needs help and you're looking to get sober, uh, you can reach out to my direct line. It is my line. Um, serious inquiries only, of course. If you need help immediately, you can give me a call. My number is 203-917-8862. That is 203-917-8862. So um, today, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the gifts of recovery. Like, what are the things that we gain in sobriety? And to be quite honest with you, it's as simple as this. Like, if you give up one thing, you can have everything. But if you don't, you don't want to give up your addiction, you're giving up everything for one thing, you know? Recovery, man, it gives us the option of choice. I think that for me alone right there, that is the biggest gift. It's that when you get sober and you take your power back of how you want to live your life, where you want your direction to go, what type of uh, impact you want to have on the world, you have the option of choice. A lot of people think, man, I hear this all the time. I get this in the comments a lot on, on TikTok uh, specifically. Uh, man, recovery is so boring. You know, it's like, what do I what do I do? And I'm like, nah, man, like you got it all wrong. You could do whatever you want. Recovery gives you the option of choice. It gives us the power to do whatever we want in life. What bigger gift than that? You know, the fact that I don't have to be a slave to the bag anymore or to a bottle anymore or a substance, it impacts so it impacts everything in your life, you know, and the fact that you gain that freedom that once you're and I'm not saying it's easy and nobody said it is. Everybody says it's easy is, is lying. But I will tell you this. It's easier than addiction. Addiction really sucks. And addiction isn't worth fighting for. Recovery is. See, we end up losing absolutely everything eventually in addiction. You know? Ends in three different places. Jails, institutions, and death. And we give up so much for the addiction. And we toss all these things away. And it's like in recovery, sure, it can be hard, but we gain so much. We get, we can, we get what we focus on. Now you just need to focus on what it is that you're focused on. You know, you need to be paying attention to what it is that you're trying to get out of life, you know? And um, for me, just having the the option of choice, being able to dictate what I do in my day, who I spend my time with, where I go, right? Something as simple as taking a vacation, uh, whether it be with yourself or your family, when you're addicted to drugs, that's not even that's not even always a choice, even if you have the finances to do it, because you're worried about being sick. You're worried about being dope sick or are you going to 
are you, you don't have any connections? Uh, do, am I going to be able to cop anything uh, where I am? You know, and, and it's like, it, it just impacts every single little part of our planning in life. And we're not free. We're enslaved to this thing, to this bag, to a pill, to bud, to alcohol, whatever it is, you know, and it really stops us from living a life of, of fulfillment and abundance because it really gets in the way of absolutely everything, you know, so that alone, just that little having the option of choice, just that alone is a massive gift, you know. Um, peace of mind, peace of mind is a huge gift in recovery. Now, granted, I didn't get peace of mind in, uh, too, too frequently in my first year. Well, I wouldn't say that. Actually, I wouldn't say that's necessarily true. I, I would say my first, my first six months were real rough, you know, or particularly my first three months. And then like within my first six, it was still hard, but it got better after that. And, um, I, I would have these moments of of peace and i really like cling to that when i would have it and sometimes you realize like for instance what was really big for me uh, a uh, an example of peace of mind is is just the fact when you sometimes you when i was really early in recovery i would realize wow you know what i didn't even think about getting high today you know i didn't even think about it and that was huge. That was a huge gift for me. Like I didn't even have to uh, uh, be concerned about going to get high or, or going to get the fix or worrying about getting the money or, or having to steal from someone or doing some shady shit, you know, because that's how I was. And um, so just that alone is a is a really big thing it's a huge gift these really are these are big gifts staying sober at the end of each and every day that is a big gift the fact that you could rest your head on the pillow at night and have another day down even when i was having a tough day man that's a win you know that's a victory because at one point that was impossible at one point that wasn't even even an option for me you know so when we overcome certain hurdles, we have to take, we have to, we have to um, acknowledge that. That's a big thing. Um, so, you know, the fact that I started getting my hobbies back, I started playing basketball, started going to the gym, started taking care of my health. I was never doing that. I was never interested in doing that when I was doing heroin. <laughs> or even when I was smoking weed. I mean, I, I don't know how some people do it. Some people smoke bud and they can like still go to the gym and stuff. That just was not my thing. You know, when I was, when I was using, um, that was it. That was all I was interested in. It took absolutely everything from me. Hobbies, uh, relationships, um, taking care of my health, forget about it. You know, now I want to look good. I want to take care of my, my health. I want to be in shape and go for runs and lift some weights and, and progress on a physical level. Because guess what? That feels good too. That actually, uh, that actually, <laughs> our bodies are designed 
to make us feel good by exercise. It was, they release the same exact chemicals in our brain that drugs do. Of course, it's a little different, but when those endorphins are kicking, when you're running, there's a, there is such a thing as called as a runner's high. You know, runner's high releases endorphins. Um, uh, serotonin and dopamine gets released when we're exercising. You know, that is a huge gift. It's something that I really look forward to. Um, another thing that was huge for me is meditation. You know, the fact that I'm able to quiet my mind, I'm able to take control back and take a breath and, and realize that there is a lot more going on in this world than just my, my perspective. And when I was addicted to drugs, it was all about me. You know, it's all about what I needed. It was all about what I wanted. And now I'm able to look at things from a different perspective and realize like, Listen, I'm no, I'm no better than anybody else. I have to be able to look at things in a different way. We have to change, you know, we have to change who we are, our attitudes and behaviors. And the fact that I, I, I'm able to work on myself and take a step back and, and um, when I'm not getting my way, the fact that I don't get angry like I used to when I was getting high. Because I used to get really pissed off, man. If I wasn't getting my way, I would go immediately to anger. And fear, because I would be fearing that I would not be able to get my drugs or get what I needed and wanted. And it ruled my life. I don't have to live like that anymore. It's a massive gift. And a lot of these things, they they don't seem like a big deal to your, obviously, your average everyday person. Because, well, they didn't, they, they, if you can't relate and you don't struggle with addiction, then you obviously... Don't know what that's like, but for people like us, these are huge wins. These are really big things. Another thing that was huge for me was better relationships. Better relationship with my family. My family didn't want anything to do with me when I was getting high. Forget about it. And I don't blame them. You know, I used to I used to make my mom worried sick. You know, my mom told me that when I was in jail that she actually felt better because she at least knew where I was. That she at least knew where I was staying at. And I was, you know, guaranteed to be in a certain spot all the time. And that I wouldn't be able to get high like I normally wanted to. And that was a fact. I mean, think about that. That's sick. Not her perspective, because I totally get why she thinks that. But the fact that I would put people through certain things in my life where they felt comfortable that I was in jail because at least they knew that I would be alive and they knew where I would be. That is sickening. You know, the fact that I, I tipped them and pushed them that far. And, uh, thank God my mom doesn't have to think like that anymore. I have a good relationship with my, with my mom. And my brothers, you know, I, I can be, I'm a person of, um, I'm a, I'm a person that is worthy of love and respect today because I carry myself in a certain way. I have responsibilities. These are all gifts of recovery. You know what I'm saying? This would not be going on in my life if, uh, if I wasn't sober and this is possible for everybody, but you got to understand that there's, 
it's a battle worth fighting for. Nobody's saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's going to be worth it. And I can promise you that the addiction is not going to give you anything. The drugs are not going to give you anything that you can't work for in recovery. See, recovery gave me what the drugs promised me. The drugs promised me um, relief. They promised me uh, acceptance or or um, or social. Um, it was a social lubricant, or I didn't really care what was going on. With you know, I wasn't anxious. I was comfortable in my own skin. It gave me comfort. Took away certain pains. But it was camouflaged because it came back tenfold after they wore off. All those problems were still there. And over time, as I continued to chase this drug more and more and more, or the alcohol, whatever it is, the problems were always still going to be there. And they got worse because I would damage all these other areas of my life in pursuit of the bag, in pursuit of the bottle. And we lose our we lose our relationships, we lose our families, we lose our, our real friends, the ones who are actually in our corner and want to see us do well. We lose our jobs. We lose our homes sometimes. Some people get to the point of homelessness. I almost did. We lose our integrity. We we lose our self-respect and our and our and our own um, our own self-love. Addiction, addiction is brutal, man. It takes everything. But it's camouflaged by thinking like we're going to get these things, that we're going to be pain-free, that we're going to get relief, that we're going to be comfortable. And it's all bullshit. Because on the back end, it's 10 times worse. And these are the things that we can get in recovery by working for it, by working hard. But it's not going to come in the purchase on the street. It's not going to come in, a, in the form of a purchase on a street corner. It's not going to happen. We got to work for it. We've got to work on our confidence. We got to we got to get through certain fears. We got to get through certain, you know, childhood traumas or or whatever is going on in your in your past that you're running from, because that's typically what's going on. You know, people use. Addiction usually starts with pain and it ends with pain. A lot of people get high and a lot of people drink because there is a certain pain in their life that they might not even been aware of, but it's there. Whether it's you don't feel comfortable in your own skin or it's a childhood trauma or sexual abuse or, uh, you know, a parent, parents who used to beat you or, or you didn't feel loved as a kid, whatever the case may be, or something that was getting you that you weren't comfortable with yourself there was something that did not sit right well uh that didn't sit well with you or didn't sit right with you and consuming something made it feel better on a subconscious or a conscious level and when it starts to feel good we chase that and we chase it over and over again because it's almost like you find something that you didn't even knew existed that's how i felt i was like whoa i found it you know, I found it. This is the thing. This is the thing that's going to make that makes me better. 
maybe I didn't know why I wanted to use, but boy, I knew it once I had it. I was like, oh shit, man, this is this is what I've been looking looking for, and I didn't even know I was looking. Well, here it is. Problem is, I didn't know what was gonna end up happening as a result of that. I didn't know that there was the consequences tied to it that were certainly tied to it. Because you can't know. You don't know when you're younger. And by the time you're by the time you, you start to kind of notice a little bit of the patterns or you start to connect the dots, it's too late. You're hooked. You know, it's over. You're already in the arms of it. So but there's just so many gifts. You know, the fact that my my friends can I have real friendships, people that I don't get high with, that I have true bonds with, and that, or, or that I'm able to consider not even just friends, but like, but like a, a future, a future business partner, or, or somebody that I can help in hard times, and I know I have people in my life that can help me in hard times if I really need it. That's a beautiful thing, and you don't need many of them. You don't need a hundred friends. You really just need like two, like two or three good ones. It's usually how life pans out. And if you have more than that, consider yourself very, very lucky. But these are the things that we can get in recovery. Because when you're doing the right thing and you're working on yourself and you're really focused on certain results that you want in life, you're going to attract these things. But you got to remain patient. And that brings me to another one, patience. I'm so much more patient than I used to be. Now, I'm not saying I'm freaking... Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm like um, Mr. Miyagi over here. It was like, you know, patient and accepting, like all accepting. Of course, I still always have work to do, but man, have I come a long way. And it's so cool to see that. It's so cool to be aware of that. Awareness, another thing. I'm looking out my window right now. It's a beautiful sunny day. Man, it's like the trees, the trees are so green right now. It's like, damn. I didn't notice any of that shit when I was getting high. That color, you know, the way it looks when the wind is is slowly, you know, hitting hitting the leaves and it and it flutters in the wind and it's a it's a 78 degree day and it's just it's fucking beautiful, man. You know, I never used to pay attention to that stuff. I said, man, I don't got time for that. I need to figure out how I'm getting high. That's how I used to think. I ain't got no time to pay attention to fucking trees. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's it's really cool. I would have never thought that I'd be the person I am today. If you were to ask me when I was 18 years old, my life would look like it how it looks today. I would have told you you are out of your mind. I would have said there's no way. No shot. But it just comes with patience and keep and you keep moving forward. Hard times come, right? I have plenty of plenty of uh, uh, hardships happening in, in my recovery. A lot of it was my own doing too, right? We all make mistakes. We still, we continue, I continue to make mistakes, but we got to learn from it. And that's another beautiful thing is looking at everything as an opportunity. That's how I look at things now. I don't look at things with pessimism because you know what? The pessimist and the optimist are both right. However you look at things, that's how it's going to be. So I look at everything with optimism now. It's a, it's, a, it's a necessary obstacle. It's not an obstacle that is in my way. It's a necessary obstacle that is the way. It's how we, it's, it's how we level up. 
the obstacles have to be there. You know, it's a necessary um, evil. I don't even call it an evil, but if you want to call it that, whatever, it's what's coming to my mind. It's a necessary evil to get better, whatever you're going through in life. And it doesn't, maybe it doesn't feel like that in the moment, but I could, but I could tell you what, when you look back and you get through challenges and, uh, and you look back and you're like, wow, I really like grew from that. I really got better and I really got stronger. It's motivating. You know, it's cool. It's, you wouldn't want to have it any other way when you're through it, you know? So all of these things, man, they're beautiful gifts. Finances, right? People don't want to talk about finances because usually your finances are an absolute ruins when, when you're uh, struggling with, with getting high and drinking. I get to focus. I can build my wealth now. I want to pass down generational wealth to my, to my kids and my family when I have it and their kids and their kids and so on and so forth. I'm trying to set up I'm trying to set up like a legacy here, you know, a, a brand new family legacy. I did not grow up wealthy by any means, not at all. I didn't know about investing. I didn't know about building wealth or having my own business. I didn't know any of that stuff. That came from just strictly hard work. And I'm still, I mean, I'm still doing that. I'm, I'm, that's going to be a continuous thing for the rest of my life It's focusing on how I can continue my business and expanding and, and, can, and doing it while contributing to people. That is a beautiful thing. That is so cool. And it's because that's how I want it to be. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to focus on. Some people aren't focused on, on, uh, on getting wealth or anything like that. And that's fine. But, but why not? Right? Money isn't evil. A lot of people think money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. It depends on who you are. Money just takes on the, the form of the individual who holds it. So if you're a kind-hearted person, money is not going to change you. Kind people who are wealthy contribute, and they help other people with their finances. But if your well is dry, you cannot fill up other, you cannot fill up other people's cup. So I I need my cup to be full full because I want I have big goals and dreams and aspirations in this in this world, and you should too. If you were to pick option A and B, one you're wealthy and the second one you're not, why would you why would you pick option B? Everyone should want to have uh, financial successes. You don't have to struggle in this world financially. You could either struggle and get your finances in order and build wealth, and sh and the struggles on the way there. Because I'm not saying it's easy, but it just it's just a mentality and it's just among uh, principles. But you got to look into it, of course. You got to do your homework, or you can not work hard to. You could avoid the struggle to building financial wealth and you can struggle in real life. <laughs> it's like, you know, the struggle is guaranteed, you know, but but living your dream is not. The struggle is guaranteed, but living your dream is not. So the dream is sold separately. Got to work for that. So, you know, these are some things that uh, that I'm just extremely grateful for. And a lot of them you can't purchase with money. Right. So while we're talking about finances, like, um it's a blessing that I get to focus on that. And that's something, one of the things I'm grateful for, but at the same time, a lot of things that you get in recovery has nothing, nothing to do with finances at all. A lot of it is free peace of mind, relationships, building, building your, your, uh, your health, focusing on a job that or a career that you want, having real friends, 
getting love in your life, getting your, getting your self-confidence back. These are all huge, huge gifts that are just non-existent when you're using, you know, the life is, life is your playground. You know, the world is your playground, but you got to get focused on what it is you want out of it. And I can prom, I promise you, if you put the work into your recovery and you get around the right people and you just keep on moving forward, even when things are tough, man, it can get so good. It can get so good. And I'm not speaking from, this wasn't, I'm not speaking from ignorance, you know. I've been in the dirt. I've been on the verge of relapse. I've been through some tough shit. You know, I have my own battles. I, I, I didn't always want to be sober. But I'm telling you, I'm so thankful that I stayed the course. And then I get to have a life that I choose to, to live today. I get to choose my life today. It's a beautiful thing. You can too. And if you already are sober, you're probably seeing some of these things happen for yourself. And if you're not, guess what? They will come. But success never comes to impatient people. Impatience never breeds success. If you remain patient and you keep working hard, keep moving forward, the right things will happen. But you got to help yourself. You got to participate in your own rescue. People will help you along the way. Whether you go to rehab, whether you go to meetings, whether you uh, whether you have a you know, therapist and a recovery coach, whatever the case may be, people will help you. But you've got to be willing to help yourself in order to receive these gifts. There's no other way around it. It's not going to happen otherwise. You must participate in your own rescue. You know, so um, that's what I got for today. Um, you know, I'm really, uh, really grateful for everyone who's listening. Really grateful that I have a, a platform and, and get to uh, get to contribute in some way. You know, and I hope someday that you, that you, whoever is receiving this message on the other end, can find the same exact thing in their own way. Maybe not in recovery because everybody has their own stuff that they want to do. And I really hope that you work hard for your goals and dreams and. And that you don't give up on it until until you uh, until you accept it until you receive it. So, if anybody is struggling, again, you can contact my number. It is two zero three nine one seven eight eight six two, and uh, and I will see you guys on the next one.